Happy Friday, everybody. I just finished episode two of Mad Men, first season. I, I can't even tell you the title of the episode. I have no idea. I just finished it. I just watched it. And I wanted to give you my thoughts. First of all, thank you guys for subscribing and downloading. I appreciate it. Um, this is what I think the schedule will be from now on. Every Friday, we'll have a new episode. You know, part of me thinks maybe I could do two episodes a week sometimes. Um, but for right now, it's going to be every Friday. So if you can sub- sub- subscribe or go to the website, fansnotexperts.com, to uh, give it a listen, uh, I'd really appreciate it. And um, let anyone else know that, that we're out there, that I'm trying to watch Mad Men. And maybe there's a Mad Men uh, fan out there who just would like to... Uh, kind of listen to me give my two cents on episodes you can email it at uh maidman at fans.experts.com or at maidman pod on twitter uh and of course you can write comments on the blog post on the website fans.experts.com but let me get into this one second episode so this one we start to focus more on uh don's wife betty you know we we saw her for two seconds in the first episode and already we're with her in this next episode, and we're seeing she has something... Seems like it's neurologically wrong with her. Uh, Dawn is hesitant to her going to doctors. Um, but finally, you know, she wants maybe to see a psychiatrist. So we're dealing with the, the um, stigma of mental health, perhaps. The stigma of women not having everything they want. The stigma of, you know, like, life's great. What, 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 what could possibly be wrong? Uh, and it's all happening in the second episode. And, you know, part of me is thinking, well, I don't even know Betty Draper yet. You know, and we're already seeing right away that, like, this character has these issues. And I, the thought in my head was, you know, I wonder if at the time, you know, they don't know that they're going to have a huge hit show. This is only the second episode of, of a television show. They don't know how long they're going to have for character development. So it's not like we've been with Betty and we're starting to notice something and maybe she wants to go to the psychiatrist. I mean, boom, it's right there, right away. And I wonder if that's the way, the reason this was done is because we want to talk about psychiatry more than we do Betty Draper. I don't know. That was the thought that crossed my mind. But again, this is only the second episode of a series. So it's like, whoa, we're right into it with this character. You, you see that blonde woman in the first episode? That's his wife. Boom, she, she has something wrong with her, and boom, she wants to go to the psychiatrist. I do like the little slices of the 60s life where uh, nobody wears a seatbelt. We see something new in this. It's very windy out, so I apologize if you hear the wind. Um, nobody wears a seatbelt at all, and including kids. So, like, Betty gets in a little fender bender, and those kids kind of go flying in the back seat. There aren't even seatbelts to wear, I don't think. But the kids are, like, climbing in the, into the... Uh, uh, into the front seat, they, they're climbing everywhere, and I had a feeling something was going to go wrong, um, because Betty started looking at that divorcee, oh no, a divorcee has moved into the neighborhood, that's another thing, it's like, that could bring, that could bring the real estate uh, housing prices down, because a divorcee, a single woman lives in the neighborhood, it's so funny that, that uh, that's a conversation that Betty has with a friend, these two women who are, um, smoking in the kitchen while one woman is clearly pregnant the kids are playing one of the daughters has the one, her daughter has a uh, plastic bag over her head and they're like don't don't you ruin that plastic bag not don't accidentally suffocate and die or anything like that because um, obviously later on in the episode we find out that Betty was worried 
about the accident, not worried that the kids could die or anything, but worried that their daughter could get a scar. You know, the kid, the boy had a scar, boys can live with that. But a daughter getting a scar, she'd have to live with that as some kind of, you know, hideous creature for the rest of her life. These are the things going through her head. But the kids don't wear seatbelts. Uh, and, and again, everybody's smoking. If I don't start smoking by the end of watching this series, you know, I consider that a personal victory because everywhere you turn, they are smoking. I mean, in bed, they're smoking. In the office, not a problem. Like, I, I, I mean, if I could drink and smoke in my office, I think, first of all, it would smell disgusting. And second of all, I would already be dead. Uh, I mean, that's, it's just funny, these little things. And hearing Don talk to his boss, I don't know his name yet. I know it's John Slattery. I don't know his name. But he's like, you know... I, I know the way I am, and I don't need to... Who cares what women think? And let's have a drink. And it's these little things that you're just like... You shake your head at and realize... I mean, yeah, there's probably people who still feel that way. But it was an accepted feeling back then. Like, they're, like back then, that was just part of life. Like, well, you know, I mean, maybe they didn't talk about it as much. But it was kind of like, yeah, you know, who cares what women want? I mean, what else went on? So we had Peggy in this episode... Uh, having to deal with the fact that every dude in the office is ogling her. And, and the other woman's like, you're nothing special, but you're the new girl in the office. So and part of her is probably jealous of this. But I did like that when Peggy was going to eat at her desk, she goes, come on, let's, we don't, we, you don't want to eat that. And she walks through the guys and says, let's go shopping for that, that little sweater. And you realize she was not planning to go shopping at all. This whole thing was just so the guys could overhear her and the guys would offer to buy them lunch and they got a free lunch out of it. So she knows how to play the game. She seems to be accepting of it. We don't know much about her except she's got a big Cheshire you know, cat grin and she seems to like, like to saunter around the office and uh, she seems to, again, know how to play the game. But she, Peggy kind of you know, snapped her a little and she was like, bitch, please. You know, she was not... Except, like, she kind of gave her the little... She was rude to her back. So you, I don't think... I don't know how much we're going to know of this woman. I, I don't know if she's just this character the entire time. Or if we're going to learn more about her. I'm interested to find out more about her. Interested to find out if she is, um, you know, as confident as she comes off as. If you know what I mean. Uh, during the episode, we had... A, some advertising stuff. So the big thing was Rite, Aid, uh, Rite Guard, the uh, deodorant. And it's funny, the, the, the term deodorant. It's an, you know, an odorant makes you smell bad. And we created a deodorant. Whoever came up with that actual terminology is, a, is very clinical. A deodorant to make you feel better, make you smell better. And I'm wondering, were deodorants, is this like when deodorants started becoming new? And were they spray first? I have no idea. But the, the guys seem to really like... Uh, the ad guys were really into the the aerosol spray can. That was the thing you want to show. It's a thing of the future, the spaceman. And, uh, you know, Don Draper, it was like, you know, it's, it's women are buying this for their man. Because, of course, a guy isn't going to go shopping for himself. You know, we have to figure out what women want. And that seemed to be the whole, the thing in the back of his head, what women want in conjunction with what does his wife want. Obviously, his, he's giving everything his wife a woman could possibly want. What else could a woman want? Why would a woman be unhappy with everything I've given her? Uh, so that's part of what he, you know, that thinking 
was also in the back of his head while he was kind of questioning this whole spaceman thing with the right guard. I did laugh out loud when uh, Don was outside talking to the, the, it seemed like he was the head of the company. He doesn't even wear shoes. And you see this flash of flame in Don's office. Obviously, somebody lit the, the, the deodorant spray. Uh, so that was funny. But these guys, even the guys you kind of think, oh, maybe they'll be a good guy. You know, this guy's giving Peggy a tour around for lunch, and you think, maybe he's okay. Uh, and then he tries to kiss her, or he does kiss her in his office. But he, he does think like, oh, I'm sorry, I misread it. You're obviously Don's. That was his first thought was, oh, you're sleeping with Don instead. I don't even like to sit on Don's chair. Um, but in the back of Peggy's mind, she's thinking of Pete. She's been thinking of Pete. She kept a postcard that he sent. She took it off the wall and put it in her desk. And Pete's kind of the, the he, he's a prick, right? I mean, do, I wonder, for people who watch the show, do we start to like Pete? Do we ever like Pete? Is Pete always there? I don't know. But Pete's off on his honeymoon. At the same time, a couple days ago, you know, he slept with Peggy. Peggy allowed it. Peggy brought him into her, uh, her apartment. And, you know, she, she welcomed it. And now she can't stop thinking about it. So there's something going on there. And, of course, even when they went out to lunch, there's the one guy... And I don't know the actor's name, but I, I know I've seen him in other things. Uh, and he, they were like, oh, it's a three-on-two. And he's like, no, no, it's a two-on-two. I'm married. And you think, okay, he's polite. But even at the uh, luncheon, he said some kind of crude little comment. And to him, it's probably a throwaway line. But these are the kind of things that guys just wouldn't say to women nowadays. Or at least not guys who aren't complete friggin' assholes. So I think I, think I covered most of the episode. Um, Oh, and there's also this behind-the-scenes, well, not behind-the-scenes, this overall arcing, arching um, storyline of Nixon running for president, and they want to be the ad company to help him. And I never thought of an advertising company helping a candidate, but it must happen a lot, or at least it happened then. Maybe it still happens. I don't know. Like, you think of, there are obviously campaign teams, um, but I never thought of advertising companies. But of course... Uh, people put up political camp, you know, campaign ads, so that obviously is an advertising company. Uh, and you know, they want to be the company to help Nixon. And this is the first time Nixon's running, right? I'm assuming Nixon against Kennedy, where Nixon loses. Nixon goes on TV and I think looks bad. And you know, I'm a great historian. So it's interesting to see uh, how that is going to progress through this season. I wonder if this is kind of the the work storyline for the season, the Nixon campaign, where you're going to see little pockets of different ads. We had cigarettes in the first episode. We have deodorant in the second episode. I'm sure there's going to be little things like that uh, kind of peppered throughout the season, but the overall work storyline is probably this Nixon thing. And I wonder if they're going to have something like that every season or if the Nixon thing is going to be for two seasons or something like that. I don't know. I still have a long way to go, but... High quality show, and I realize now that like super fans of the show were like, weren't they having parties where they would were making special drinks and dressing special ways? And I, I get it. Okay, I want to. I mean, I want to get drunk and smoke a pack of cigarettes right now. I know it's not good for me. I'm not going to do it, but I want to. I really, really want to. And that is the the mark of a good show, where it makes you want to watch the next episode. It makes you kind of like. Not desire to be in that world, but it, but in a sense, yes. Like uh, the 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 fact that every dinner is fancy, everything you dress is fancy. Like even going to bed, you get the proper uh, pajamas on. I mean, do, do men still wear the you know button down pajamas? No, t-shirt, shorts, maybe just shorts. Um, 
Some of you creeps out there, even less. It's just everything was perfect, but it's obviously a giant facade because look at people like Betty, who, you know, things look perfect, but they aren't. And I thought it was interesting. She went to the psychiatrist finally at the end. She took off the watch that Don gave her and put it on the, the dresser. Uh, that was, I think, a little subtle thing of saying, look, you know, he's trying to buy my happiness with this, and it's sweet, but this isn't, uh, this isn't what's making me sad, and it isn't what's going to make me happy. She put that on the desk. And the psychiatrist just kind of sat there, didn't say a friggin' word, and, and took notes. And my thought was, is that how psychiatry was then? I'm sure it was a stigma, but did they not talk? Um, I mean, Dr. Malfi talked to Tony. So did they just sit there and listen and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm? Was he, is he as bad a doctor as the gynecologist was with Peggy in the first episode? Well, guess what? He's a worse doctor because, as it turns out, he has a tie-in with Don somehow, and Don, talk, Don calls him, and he's like, let's, ta- let's talk about what your wife went through. Now, that cannot be something that happened back then, right? Psychiatrists didn't call husbands to, to talk about what their wives went through. Could they have? This isn't a practiced uh, thing. There's no way. My God, is every friggin' bug and, 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 I mean, bird outside right now? It's so loud outside right now. I apologize. I apologize for whatever that noise is. But we're dealing with nature, okay? As I said, this stuff is raw. I just watched the episode. I'm grabbing my phone. I'm talking outside. And I'm really... This is my production value. Uh, oh, also, couple, another little thing... They got to tell it, you know, they start showing televisions, uh, television in the house, a television at Don's girlfriend's house. Uh, and Don's like, what's that? She's like, it's a television. I thought you were against television. And she throws the television out, out of the window. You could tell she's one of the, like, she's more of a hippie, artsy person. Uh, and I thought it was interesting that she knows about the wife. She knows about Betty. Don actually brought Betty up in front of her and... She was like, please, do not talk about her about her in front of me. It makes me feel cruel, is what she said. So it's like, not cruel enough to not sleep with a married man, but, you know, she doesn't want to really think about it. You know, that makes her feel better if she doesn't think about it, because she loves Don so much. Don drops her off at the doctor and takes the day off and just goes over to, to his girlfriend's house. I'm curious, does the girlfriend there for the entire season, for the entire series? I don't know. It's interesting to me that I'm watching all these characters that, to me, feel like the this is the the uh, kind of the core of the show. And for all I know, they could be gone next season. They could be they could be there for the entire run, or maybe some of them leave or get killed off. I don't know. It's it'll be fun to find out though. And I'm two episodes in. I'm just two episodes in, and I already realize this is a great show, and I can't wait to keep going. And I hope you come on this journey with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, subscribing. Again, I'm going to say it one more time, at, at MadeManPod on Twitter, fansonexperts.com. You can email me anytime. Email me right now, MadeMan at fansonexperts.com. Send me your questions, your comments. I'll read them. I will read them. That'll be production. I will actually read them and put them on the show. That's the only production I will do, is I will read your comments or your tweets or anything. I look forward to episode three. It's going to be a week from today. You're going to get episode three. So stay with me. Look, I don't take a lot of your day. Now you can go enjoy the rest of your Friday. All right. Get ready for the weekend. Maybe smoke a bunch of cigarettes. 
uh, put on a suit, you know, drink an old-fashioned, and just uh, have a good day. Have a great weekend, and thank you again for listening, and I hope you continue to come on this journey as I become a made man. Fans not experts.